what if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Welcome, 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 everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hump day hosts, Megan and Suzanne. Hey, everybody. Oh, where's Suzanne? Oh, there she is. There she is. Hi, everybody. I just want to say up front, this has been a very crunchy morning for me. I'm very crunchy. Um, so I'm just going to. Just going to say that right off the bat. I'm thinking, you know, there's lots. I teach my clients a lot of shift moves, and uh, I've been utilizing a bunch of them. And then, um, yeah, thanks. Hashtag disclaimer. Thanks, Keisha. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, right before the show, um, we're having all of these um, issues with uh, my computer that I can't log on and I can't do this and I can't do that. So anyway, I am not a happy camper. I am not a happy camper. And I mm-hmm. told Megan this morning that we really have to be very, like, much more careful about the kind of shows, the topics of our shows, because that uh, is what we live then the previous like in the previous mm-hmm. days before the before the radio show that's what we go through and sometimes it's kind of gnarly and i have to say i've had probably one of the most intense energetic 24 hours that i have had in a long time so mm-hmm. and so when we're talking about our show tap that have that you know these energies we resist um that have a message for us right those energies are what are being asked to be transformed and so clearly i'm in the middle of it and so i am sure that i will be considered a guinea pig guinea pig material today um <laughs> right mm, right uh-huh. yep that's how it goes so the person most triggered gets to be the guinea pig on the show that's the rule <laughs> Uh, okay, so we want to talk. I want to take a couple minutes and set things up a little bit. Um, we're um, we're so excited for this series that we've been doing around tapping because PP PB. <laughs> oh my gosh, people, not PP. <laughs> that that could be like my new code word for people. <laughs> so anyway, um, when we're when we're in the process of um creating anything, right? It's like we are what we're saying is I'd like to go to a new vibration. Like 
your everything that's occurring in your life right now is there because your vibration, your frequency, your state of being attracted it, created it, moved it in. Nothing can come into your sphere that you are not resonant with. That's the law of resonance, right? So when I when you say, "Hey, I'd like a better relationship or I want more money," what the universe is going to do is like, "Okay, what's the fastest way to get, you know, this joker from point A to point B?" Right? And so <laughs> in the process of creation, that means changing the energy. So that means letting go of lower frequencies because most often when we say we want something, um, the state of being required is a higher energy, is a higher frequency. So we've got to let go of the lower frequencies. And we also have to learn how to tap the energetics, the space, and the consciousness of that which we want to create. So just as a quick example, let's say that you want to be a millionaire, okay? And I want you guys to think of somebody who is a millionaire or a multimillionaire that it's like, yeah, like like that person, that freedom I see, that energy I see, that all the freedom of choice that 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 person has, I kind of feel that, okay? So who are they being that you haven't been willing to be? Who are they being that you haven't been willing to be? And just kind of notice the energy they're being, the space they, they are being, and the consciousness that they are being, right? And you can even go, you know, ask it for yourself is like, okay, the Megan that has, I'll, I'll do it with myself. Okay, so one of my, uh, one of my money targets is to make a million dollars a year in my business. Okay, so who is the Megan that makes a million dollars a year in her business? Who is she being? And what have I been unwilling to be that she's willing to be? So there's two ways to play that game in terms of like really looking at the state of being and looking at what it is that you need to let go of, what it is you need to tap, what all of those energies in order to change your frequency, in order to change your vibration, to be a um, match for that what you're asking for or congruent with that what you're asking for. So Last week, we played with tapping the energy of the masters. Like, what are the energies of the beings that have um, are holding that different vibration, that different frequency that you would like to tap into for the wisdom and all of that? Today, we're going to talk about the energies we resist because those are the energies that we literally will have barriers around. Like, when you resist something... Anything, if you resist your doubt, your fear, your depression, your um, anger, whatever it is that you're resisting, right, in order to resist it, you literally energetically have to have a wall up. Well, the walls are indiscriminate, meaning they keep everything out. They don't just keep out the good stuff. They keep out all the stuff. And so the energies that we're in resistance of actually hold a dynamic key to opening the doors to receive that which you truly desire. So that is one of the premises of this this series that we've been doing, this Tap That series, which we did one last week. We did, this is going to be this one, and we're going to do one next week. But the, the best news of all is that we're getting such a response from the series that we are actually going to do a three-telecall series um, next week, and we're going to dive deep into what it actually takes to 
energetically align with the energy, the space, and the consciousness with the things that you're asking for and how to do that more easily. But today, we're going to dive in a little bit deeper to um, these energies that we resist. And later on in the show, we'll give you more information about this series coming up. So do you want to add, subtract, or multiply to anything I just said over there, Zebra Lady? Um, I I got nothing. <laughs> you got that. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually thought that you explained that real, real, real good. Um, <laughs> I feel like so. Um, hey, that's not nothing. <laughs> Telling me I did real good is something. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and I guess what I wanted to do is um just let people know that if they're interested in our three part Zoom series. We have a Facebook event called Tap That, Change That, Have That. Um, I was going to share the link in the chat room. Um, and uh, you can go to Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne um, and get more information. Or you can go to MeganSilito at gmail.com. Or no, MeganSilito.com. Uh, right, Mel- <sighs> hello. MeganSilito. What is your website? That's it, right? Um, yes. And that it has that as a um, a series, too, that you can take a look at. So I just wanted to give people a place to go if they're interested in our in learning more information about their um, three-part series. And you can always, you can always um, message us, too, like um, Facebook, instant message us. Um, and if you have specific questions about, you know, is this for me, this is my situation, um, would it work for what I'm um, leaning into? So, and we'll be, you know, we can help facilitate that too. So, that's what I wanted to say. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, cool. And um, we'll talk a little bit more uh, later on in the show about it. But basically, guys, we're going to be sharing our most, the tools that we use every day to create the lives that we have. And um, so I'm super excited about this because it's like, to me, like I've been seeing quantum physics forever and a day. Like I, I actually recently uh, found something in my journals from like 25 years ago that had to do with the same stuff I'm teaching about now. You know, and because it's like to me, one of the things that I love is taking universal principles and actually finding practical application for those principles. So you know, forever ago. You know, we learned the experiment where if that what you observe is changed by the observer, right? And so, but how does that work in life? Like, we know that what we focus on, we tend to get more of. We know that most people listening to the show know that we, you're the creator of your reality. But yet there's these places where we just get so stuck. And and things don't seem to be able to change. So how can you use the principles for your benefit in these situations? Um, and how? Because that's the other part of it, guys. Is that everything? Everything is is energy. Was created from energy, and is at its core energy. Your body is just a bunch of molecules vibrating at a particular rate that makes your body. So if we want to change the body, we've got to change the frequency, right? And so 
the problem with pe- the problem that we have with change is that we look at okay, so I want to change my body. Where do we mostly start from? We mostly start from judging. Oh my god, you know, like I'm sick or I'm fat or I'm whatever. We start from this place of of the lowest frequency possible. Well, how the hell are we going to get to a different state of consciousness? How are we going to change to the frequency required? We actually have to start bringing in the energies of the experience and the and the outcome and the way of being and living as where we're going to, not where we're coming from. While, I mean, this is tricky. we got to be honest about where we are, but how do we be honest about where we are without grounding ourselves in where we are, without judging ourselves, because so that we can make the journey to shift the energy, shift the vibration so that we can get different results and new results. And so anything that we judge will hold us hostage to separation and the lower vibration as well as barriers to that which we're trying to create and trying to receive so for instance and so this is what we're talking about on the show is like let's say that for me like an something that i've been trying to change and trying to get over for a really long time is my self-doubt so what if now, here's a, here's a, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be, which, by the way, when you're really confused or you're really stuck is a great phrase to change the energy because when we're stuck, it's because we have a point of view that's stuck. Let me say that again. When we're stuck, it's because we have a point of view that's stuck. So when we say everything's the opposite of what it appears to be, nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be, say it with me, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be, nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be, everything's the opposite of what it appears to be, and nothing's the opposite of what it appears to be. What it does is it kind of spins up our solid fixed points of view, so it allows us to kind of, kind of look at a thing in a different way. So what if the energy of doubt or that consciousness what if that wasn't something to be overcome what if it has a message for me what if it's something that is asking to be transformed and transcended um to a different state with me like how many things are you resisting and are you judging that you're actually here to transmute and transform or that actually have a message for you but because you're resisting it so much you can't even hear it a lot right (laughs) we do you know we are (laughs) you're just a plethora of information today i have to say (laughs) so for instance um let's look at the energy of control can we look at the energy of control uh miss uh miss Suzanne can I use you as a as a guinea pig In truth darling I'm having a really hard time hearing you um that's what's actually going on because I I can't, I didn't hear anything that you just said um so say that again Okay Would you allow me to do an experiment with you to help people understand that these things that they're trying to overcome might actually first require to be heard. 
Yes, I would, but what what is true is I would love for us to take a really quick break um, so that I can call in, um, so that I can actually hear you facilitate me. Does that work? Yep. Yep. Okay. We're all good. Cool. Okay. All please right. do not Please do not adjust your set. We're going to commercial just a little bit early, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. This is going to be good because we're messing up the technology, people. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. We'll see you in a minute. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., Call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome, Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> Now you're just Johnny on the spot, aren't you? <laughs> well, now that I can actually hear you. <laughs> That's yay, yay for troubleshooting that. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you fully heard me before the break, but what I was saying was is that that a lot of these um ideas, these energies, these experiences that we're trying to get rid of, we're trying to overcome, we're trying to clear, is like the reason that they're not clearing is because that they are in our world for a reason, that we actually need to receive them. We actually need to hear them, we need to receive them, and we need to see what it is they're asking for and bring them along for the ride. Right, Because part of what we're doing here on the planet is we are transmuting the lower frequencies. We're transmuting the lower energies so that we can evolve as a species. That's evolution, is we're transmuting and and transforming these sort of lower energies, right? So what if 
these here's here's an idea. What if these things that you've been trying to overcome, like doubt and control and fear and depression and all of these things were actually are you haven't quote unquote gotten rid of them yet because that actually you haven't listened to them yet. So what I had asked is if we could play with that, if I could use you as a guinea pig to have you talk to any energy that you'd like to talk to that you feel like you've been kind of like rah, rah, rah with, that you haven't really fully like integrated or received. Mm-hmm. That's you want to play? So Yeah. Yeah. So what what would that be for you? What do you want to play with? Um, I feel like what I want to play with is expectation, the energy of expectation. Okay. Does that make cool. sense? Yeah. Because so this is a this is something that I've been working on for a super long time, um, because I have a desire in my life, and then I immediately attach att- have an attachment to it. I want it to come about like right now, like yesterday. Right. Like so there's an attachment and there's an expectation that it's going to happen. And it's going to happen in a particular way that I want it to happen. And I'm sure I'm the only one on the planet that feels that way. Right. About <laughs> about our like wants and needs and desires. Um, so I uh, so this is something that I like tried to kind of go under and over and to the side and like. I run up against it all the time, this um, energy, and I'm just so sick of it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm so sick of having the expectation. I just want to be done with it. Um, Like, I've been working on it for, like, 10 years, you know, and it's still, like, seemingly a daily thing for me. So this is something, this is, like, a energy that I don't appreciate and I'm in a lot of resistance (laughs) to at this point in my life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, can I share something like uh, synchronistic? So I just like, I just like went on to Facebook to to share the link for the show. And this meme came up that Brittany post and it said, nothing ever goes away until it teaches us what we need to know. It's by Pema Chodron. I'll say that again. Thank you, Brittany. <laughs> We're coming up at just the right minute. Nothing ever goes away until it teaches us what we need to know. And that's by Pema Chodron. And so let's look at this through the scope of what do you need to know about expectation? What does it have for you? What is it asking? How is it asking to dance with you? So what I'd like you to do is just to bring up the energy of expectation, the consciousness of expectation, and simply go, what do you want from me? What do you have what do you have for me? What message do you have for me that I haven't been willing to hear? Well, I go. I what I get is this kind of energy up, like above my chest, almost in my throat, and it's almost this feeling of like I can't talk. Um, it's just like a, almost like a lump in my throat, but it's it's more intense. 
So if that lump could talk, what would it say? Ugh, I don't know. The first word that the first word that came is stop. Huh. Cool. So just allow that to be expressed. Just say stop a few times. Just stop, stop, stop. Stop, 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 stop. Okay. So what's happening now? What's happening? Did it shift? Did expressing it shift the energy? Um, it just <laughs> it just lowered into my chest, and now it feels like more like sadness. Cool. Is it sadness, or is it something else? Something else. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what is this energy? I don't know. I I'm like uh um <laughs> I this isn't making any sense to me. Um, so the, when you said, what is this energy, the word smart came in. <laughs> so super uh-huh. weird and random, like, uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. So what is smart about this energy? Um, well, what comes to mind is like I'm misidentified expectation as not purposeful at all. Like there's something yeah. smart in expectation in yeah. that expectation is an energy that drives me. Like it, it, it like drives me forward in some way. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. So I'm curious, like we we talk about um, and have learned about the energy of demand in our work in access consciousness, right? Like you make a demand of yourself of like, this is, I am doing this. I am changing this. This is going to happen, right? And mm-hmm. is it is it similar to that energy? Does expectation for you have that this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it does. So, I mean, I feel like I'm a really good creator, you know, like I'm a very good manifester. And what I what I want, I get a lot, a lot, in like a lot of places for a long, long time. So I think, you know, I don't know. There's something, there's some contraction and constriction energy for me around this in, you know, in particular around relationship. Right. Yeah. So let's come back, though, to this 
So everywhere you have misapplied and misidentified demand as expectation, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, call, money, boy, shorts, and beyond. For those of you who haven't heard that gobbledygook before, it's Access Consciousness Clearing Statement. You can go to theclearingstatement.com, but what it does is it goes to the source of where something was created and undoes it. So, yes, everywhere you've misidentified and misapplied demand and expectation, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, call, nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So, what would... So, and, and anywhere that... Um, that this energy has attachment on it, okay? So that's the piece that I see is like it's one thing to go, I'm creating it, but then the the thing about the universe and the thing about change is we don't get a vote about what it looks like. We don't, like it never shows up in the way we think. It doesn't show up in the box we think. So sometimes if we have a demand or an expectation that gets confused with, and it has to happen this way, that's where it gets kind of goofy. That's where it gets kind of twisty loo right? So anywhere and everywhere you have put attachment on your expectation, on your so smart expectation demand energy, can we uncreate and destroy that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Cool. Cool. Right, What's wrong, good, bad. What's the difference between attachment short, and expectation? Well... Why don't you why don't you check it out? So so we're looking at potentially changing and and you can kind of feel into this, right? Like if we if we take that energy of expectation and call it demand, okay? Mhm. And you feel that energy of this is happening, right? I'm doing this. Like I I mm-hmm. think about when you when you went from being like overweight housewife mom to winning a bodybuilding competition, right? So Mm -hmm. there was this energy that was like, this is happening. Damn Mm -hmm. it, right? Yep. So, yeah, so what is that? So feel that energy. Feel that energy of the demand or whatever. That was just something that came to mind that I know that was pretty phenomenal that you completely changed your body in 90 days. Okay, Mm -hmm. So kind of feel into that. Now feel the energy of attachment. Like I have to have this. It has to happen. Or I'm not okay. Just feel the difference for yourself. Ask for the mm-hmm. each of the energy to show mm-hmm. themselves to you. Yeah, what did you what did you notice? So I noticed that demand is an energy that comes with with inside of me that then pushes out into the world like a ripple. Um, that's what demand energy is to me. It's just like whatever it takes, I'm doing it, and it's coming from inside of me out. The energy of attachment is actually outside. Like I'm attached to what it looks like. I'm 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 putting my feelers outside of me my energy outside of me, and I'm saying, I want it to show up this way. I want it to show up, like, it's an attachment to the, the attachment energy is outside in. So I'll be okay if it shows up 
this way outside of me. That's the difference for me. Cool. And so can you can control can you control anything outside of you? No. Absolutely not. Uh, right. So when you go into attachment, what does it feel like? When you go into an energy that is outside of you, what does it feel like? It feels like crazy making. It feels like waking yeah. up at three o'clock in the morning with my head spinning. It feels like um the sense of like overwhelm it feels like uh like my control like control energy wants to come in to try to like you know push or force something to happen um it feels really heavy and frustrating and contracting and it feels like at the same time even though i'm trying to control i feel completely out of control Yeah. So how much power do you have to change a situation from that place? Yeah, none whatsoever. And then I feel like at the effect of, I feel like a victim. I feel like, like, wow, wow, like nothing's changing for me. It sucks. Cool. The whole thing sucks. Yeah, <laughs> totally sucks. Now, this is my definition for victim is I put the power outside of me and then I put my power outside of me and then complain about it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's my, that's how I define victim these days. So it's like you put your power, that demand energy, that very smart energy, right? You put it outside of you and then you complain about it. <laughs> or, you know, engage all this other stuff because you you cannot change anything that is outside of you. So anytime we try to change the circumstance to show up in a particular way it truly is like rearranging the chairs on the titanic and that's mm-hmm. why that 3 a.m spin out because it's like all you're doing in that space is rearranging chairs on the deck of the titanic mm-hmm. but if you could actually engage this beautiful energy that you've been resisting for 10 years this this expectation i.e demand energy and go all right universe I have no idea how, but I demand to generate and create change. I demand this new space of living and breathing and being. And I'm willing to be anything. I'm willing to do anything. I'm willing to choose anything. And like, I am going to create this from inside of me, not outside of me. Mm-hmm. While, all the while, right, of saying, I, I, getting that you don't get to choose how it looks, right? Like, I worked with somebody around money years ago, and the first thing that showed up was that they had to declare bankruptcy, right? But that was the one thing they never, ever, ever wanted to do. It wasn't supposed to look like that. They were supposed to change their money, and it was all supposed to look pretty and all this other stuff. Um, and I, I actually just facilitated a good friend of mine uh, a few months ago, and the one thing that she was unwilling to do was ask her family. That was I'm not going to do that. Changing my money doesn't look like that. It's so crazy how much has changed in her life since she asked um, her family for money, right? And so, again, like we're talking about on the show, these things that we resist oftentimes hold a key 
to the door we're trying to open, right? And so making this distinction of this energy that you've been fighting with and just like, oh, well, what if you could use that energy? What if you could use that energy? And what if even attachment wasn't bad, but maybe you're just attaching to something that's not um, not as potent. So if you attach to an energy outside of you, right, how much that's going to feel like crazy making. That's going to feel out of control. But what if you were to attach yourself to yourself? What if you got attached to the love of yourself? What if you got attached to the potency of you? What if you got attached to the demand energy? What if you got attached to the energy or the space of consciousness that could actually create the change you're seeking? And when I say you, I mean I'm kind of facilitating everybody listening now and in the future through you. And thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, I think I really resonate with that. And Marion in the chat room has a really awesome question because she says, what happens when you require stuff from outside to change something, right? So, I mean, that's the interesting thing because it's like, okay, well, I can be attached to the energy of me. But then there's also this idea of like, well, then somebody else has to change. The environment outside of you still has to change people still have to choose something different than they're choosing right so it's like i i want to address that because i think that's where a lot of us get caught in the change you know what i mean in like not going outside in and not like um and getting into these kind of contracting energies around all of this because we're still in that mindset of you know well hold on you know there's something outside of me does have to change in order for me to really create what I want. Does that make sense? Well, I actually would say that something on the inside has to change, which will create the space on the outside. Because everything in the outside world is a function of what's on the inside world. Like I had a I had a client yesterday who didn't feel like she could create money because she didn't have a click. She didn't have a network of people that followed her and liked her. And so I shared about somebody who's very successful and hardly anybody likes her. <laughs> you know, it's like we think we need to have this external circumstance. When I have this, when this external thing changes, then I can. But that's anybody who's really created massive amounts of success, created it um What's the word I want to say? Uh, they use the energy. They created it not in spite of, but they created it in part because of that. They actually let that circumstance motivate them, inspire them. You know, it's like, you know, people who grow up in the projects and create, you know, and they become billionaires, right? It's like they actually allowed the poverty to inspire them to create something different. And so... The idea that anything has to change in the outside world for the inside to change is backwards. It's like the, the thing in the outside world is there because it's poking up that inside part of you that has to create the space to make the change. It's kind of like the metaphor I've shared, I think, a few times on here where I had this massage that felt very strange. I was wondering what she was doing because she was going all around the sore spot. 
I was like, what are you doing? And she goes, I'm making room for not to move so that I don't have to hurt you. And I was like, oh my gosh, one of the best massages, life-changing moments of my life. Because she was making space for the a place for the not to go. And so if there's a circumstance in our life that we are fighting with and we are resisting when we make when we shift the internal the internal it's internal twin right we actually create a space for that thing in the outer world to change or to shift yeah yeah i mean i it's such an interesting thing though right because i feel like yes in theory i so get it right like i so 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 get that like change inside and the outside changes right like um shift what's going on and the energetic vibration changes and then you manifest something different um and what how do we like i feel like we have an automatic response system in our brains that we're like hardwired to do the opposite we're hardwired to like go outside of us to try to get something to shift right i mean we yeah. have chat rumors talking about that right like they're it's like in that place we can't actually access the tool or the awareness or the knowledge of, wow, I'm doing this back afterwards, as Marion said. <laughs> yeah. So we're a little bit past our break time. And so let's really like see what we can do to change that autopilot system so that we can actually see where the power is to make the changes in our lives. So let's dive into that when we come back from the break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. We'll be back. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. 
back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> are we having fun or or what? Like we decided to play with the energy of resistance today. Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everywhere we're resisting mm-hmm. resistance. Something that I want to say or something that occurred to me, it's not like it's not this thing where it's like, okay, I'm going to sit back and I'm just going to do, I'm going to sit and I'm going to meditate and I'm going to go, oh, and, you know, everything in my world is going to change. The thing is, is that we do impact the outer world directly and indirectly. We impact it. We can't control it, but we do impact it, right? And so if I if I want to move my couch, right, I can impact that. I can go directly and move my couch. But if I essentially, it begins with my choice to move the couch, right? And let's say that I want to move the couch. I made the choice to move the couch, right? That's something that I've chosen in my inner world to change the outer world, right? And what if I'm not strong enough or what if I'm in a wheelchair or whatever? So then then I might have to make a few more choices, right? I might have to then choose to call a friend or, you know, uh, you know, call my teenage son upstairs or whatever it is. But it but it comes from that place inside where it's like, this is time to change. There's something that needs to move in my outer reality and going inside and going, okay, what's the best way that I can do that? It all this is all predicated upon choice. This is all predicated upon choice. But the problem is is energetically when you Say, well, I can't choose unless this and this and this changes or unless and this happens, then you abdicate your free will and that gives you a sense of powerless. One of my very favorite questions from my, from my coaches, I have like a, a, a group of coaches that I follow, Michael Neal, Steve Chandler and Steve, uh, sorry, uh, Steve Chandler, Steve Hardison and Michael Neal, and and I don't know who said it. I'm just trying to uh, give credit here. But given all of that, given everything that's occurring, because, you know, people come to coaching sessions and they go, but this and this and this is happening, so I can't choose, right? And so what they their question is, given all of that, given everything that's occurring, what can you choose? What can you create? What can you create given everything that's occurring. Now, sometimes in that five seconds, if you're in a wheelchair and no one else is around, you may not be able to impact that furniture moving. But given you're in a wheelchair, given, you know, that you don't physically have... This is such an interesting example and analogy, darling. (laughs) Thank you. I think. Are you making fun? No, I just—it's just so funny. I just don't know how many people are in wheelchairs that are listening. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> well that's the point of it being—that's the point of it being a metaphor, darling. Because people yeah. don't have to relate. That's why the monkey and zebra spoke to people. There's not monkey and zebras on Facebook, but they really liked that metaphor. So, but I'm speaking it because. We do feel Mm. handicapped. Like, that's what I'm sensing as I'm reading things in the chat room, is there's a sense Mm -hmm. of, like, I can't. I can't unless this outside thing happens. There is a sense Mm -hmm. of that we're we're handicapped in consciousness, right? And Mm -hmm. so that's kind of where that that metaphor is coming from. But it's like that feeling of, like, 
oh, well, you know, I, and I'm using something that somebody would have a really good excuse for, like, I can't really affect that change. But what's true is that given, if you really want to move the couch, given that you're in a wheelchair, what are your options? What can you create and what can you choose? We, we're so trained to look for what we can't choose and what we can't do and we don't have any power. So if you look for where you don't have power, you will feel powerless. So that's why when you look to an outside circumstance to change so that you can choose, you feel powerless because you actually don't have any power out there. You have power in here, and when you use that, you can change the out there, but you actually have to engage the in there first. So given everything that's occurring, what can you choose? What choice do you have? What can you create? Where can you begin to move the dial? And this kind of goes back to something I've taught forever in my coaching, which is that you can make a 3 to 5% shift in one area of your life and it can it can it can change the whole trajectory of your life it doesn't have to be you don't have to solve all the problems you just have to start choosing and that first choice may be the smallest choice ever you know Mm -hmm. i get it but thanks for thanks for expanding on that because you know, I do think what you said is so true about, like, we do feel handicapped. We do feel like that we don't actually have the choice or that we have the power. Um, you know, we buy the bullshit. We buy our own stories in our head, you know. Um, we, we, I think we, <laughs> it's almost like the society, because society is so built on victim, villain, hero, that, you know, we buy into that, you know, that um, that we're at the effect of. And I don't know that, you know, there's, there's just such a small percentage of a different message, a different way, you know. And so I appreciate that, um, that kind of extreme um, example, because I do think it's speaks to an energy of hopelessness and helplessness and it feels impossible or it feels so hard and um and it's not true you know none of it is true yes and so and if you look at the if you look at the uh the awareness that we're all infinite beings with infinite power and infinite potency. We actually don't require or need anything, right? The infinite being does not have needs. Now, we pretend here in this reality that we have needs. And that's where we get into trouble because like, I need this to happen. I need this person to show up this way. I, well, actually, you don't need that. <laughs> and the more you resist how they are showing up, the less you can receive what's actually being given. Right. So if you can actually like really go, okay, like it's not about like need. It's about what would you like to create when it comes from need or when you think it's a need, when you think you have to have that thing where you think it has to look that particular way. What happens is you get in that cycle of trying to create from the power being outside of you. 
right? Rather than, oh, wow, I have, I have the ability to choose. I have the ability to choose. What would I like to choose? You know, like I, I think about the Viktor Frankl story about him being in a Jewish internment camp and actually creating this freedom within himself. So he felt completely free inside a Jewish internment camp. And his and therefore proving that freedom is just a choice on the inside it has nothing to do with what's happening on the outside. And mm-hmm. and it's like and again like you said we're so trained to try to change the outside, try to change our partners, try to change like how many people move and move and move and move to try to change their outer world. It's like wherever you go there you are. But you know, I think that's been said in sort of a negative way, like, oh, wherever you go, there you are, you and your shit. No, the power of you is wherever you go, right? The light of you, the light of consciousness, the creator in you is there wherever you go and whatever circumstance. And as soon as you wake up to you have a choice, then you begin to change whatever it is. Mm. Whew. So yeah, this is like um we're going to talk more about this. We're going to talk um next week we have um the third part to tapping this, right? Um and changing everything. So thank you all of you for showing up and for showing up in the chat room. We so so appreciate you and we will see you next week um for part 3. Ooh, don't forget to check out to... our series. Yes. Uh-huh. Tap that change that have that Bye for now. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life. 